Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Tracy Crump. She is a writer, speaker, and editor, best known for contributing more than two dozen stories to Chicken Soup for the Soul and other anthologies. She has published more than 100 devotions and dispenses hope in her book, Health, Healing, and Wholeness, Devotions of Hope in the Midst of Illness. Her articles have been featured in magazines such as Focus on the Family, Parent Life, Mature Living, and Woman's World. As co-director of Right Life Workshops, Tracy encourages others to write better right now. She edits a popular newsletter with story callouts that has inspired many to move forward with their writing, and her love of teaching takes her to conferences where she helps writers hone their craft. She is a freelance editor and a proofreader for Farmer's Almanac and recently started a blog for caregivers. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Tracy. Thank you, Teresa. It's always a joy to be here with you. Absolutely. Um, you've been on a few times before, and I always love catching up with you. And I love the way that God just just takes what you're putting out there by faith and advances it for his kingdom purposes. It's, it's just amazing to watch and to follow um, the progress of your book on social media and all the things that God is doing in your life. So I'm so excited for our listeners to hear about it. But before we get to that, why don't you give us your background and tell us what your life was like before becoming an author? <laughs> Well, well, I have to tell you first, Teresa, I never planned to be a writer. It was it was never on my radar. <laughs> I didn't even didn't even like writing when I was in high school. I I from the age of 10, I knew that I wanted to be a nurse. And so I did. I became an ICU nurse, worked in ICU for five years. Uh, and as much as I love nursing, uh, my heart's desire was to be a stay at home mom. Mm. And so that's what I did when we had our first child. I stayed at home. And then we ended up homeschooling, which also was not on my radar. But <laughs> just like anything God, you know, ordains, it, it was it was a huge blessing. Yeah. But after my boys graduated, that's when God put it into my heart to write about some family issues that I thought could help other people. Mm -hmm. So did that writing when you started, Tracy, did it come easy to you? Did it just like it was inspired and you just kept going with it? Or how did that happen? Yeah, actually, it was. I, I was always good in, in English in school. I just didn't like writing. Mm -hmm. And um, so it it did. It came pretty surprisingly came pretty easily. Well, let's talk about your book, Health, Healing and Wholeness. What inspired you to write this book? Well, it was um, actually a an agent's idea for me to do a devotional book. I had met him at a writer's conference and he said you, I had pitched kind of a couple of of novel ideas to him. And he said, well, you know what? He said, nonfiction really sells better than fiction. He said, you've written so many devotions. He said, why don't you try publishing a devotional book? And I, I really liked publishing the short pieces. I had done that for years. And I thought, well, you know, I could do that. And it was just natural for me to return to my nursing roots. I thought about things that I had seen when I worked in ICU, just God's hand on people 
uh, healing people, just just things that happened that I thought, you know, this might be a real encouragement to other people. So it was just like I came full circle from my nursing early days in, in nursing to writing this book. It's interesting how our life, everyone has a specific purpose and we should bring awareness to what's going on, of course, but how God also uses that at the same time, if we allow him, of course, it's our choice, you know, um, to allow God to use us in that way. And it's really neat um, to look at your life. And like you said, um, to bring everything around full circle and how God has used your past for his purposes and to help so many people. So what are some things you hope the readers will be helped with through your book? Well, uh, the stories that I used in the devotions are really about a variety of illnesses and, and situations. So no matter what someone is facing, I hope that they will show that there's always hope with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one time I know several years ago, a pastor said that many times we don't look up until we're flat on our backs. So that's the time we start kind of facing eternity if we're very, very ill. And so I just do hope that that these uh, stories, these devotions would draw someone to the Lord and, and uh, you know, show them that he is always there for them. Mm-hmm, that is good. Tell us about the opportunities God has opened through your book to share with people who are undergoing a health crisis or maybe a family member. Yes, yes. Well, it's it's been amazing what he's done, Teresa. Um, my dream was to get the book into the hands of people who may feel like they're facing hopeless situations. Mm-hmm. And so my original thought was that oh, hospital gift shops would be the perfect place for it. Well, it's very, very difficult to get into those. And so that didn't just didn't work out. But just recently, God has been opening doors to place the book in cancer treatment centers. Mm. And, and there was a cancer ministry just just a couple of weeks ago. I took a, a, a case of books to them and they're going to be putting it into gift baskets. And they give those out to, to people who are uh, beginning cancer treatment. In fact, the whole board of that ministry, they are all cancer survivors. Oh, wow. And so I was just thrilled about that. And before Christmas, I did take it to a cancer treatment center and they're going to put them where in their library and their um, their devotional room where that people can go and pick one up. And so I'm, I'm very even though, the like I say, the the stories cover a variety of situations and illnesses. I, I just think this is a great opportunity to get this into the hands of people who really, really need that hope. And on top of that, the publisher has offered a 40% discount and free shipping for what he calls box sets of 25 or more books. And actually, I did not donate these books. They were donated by businesses in, in my area who wanted to um, wanted to show people uh, that are facing cancer that, they, that there are people in the community that care about them. Oh, wow. And afterwards, after I published about or posted about it on Facebook, uh, a couple called me who were both cancer survivors, and they said they wanted to donate a book um, because they just wanted to kind of give back. They knew how encouraging it was to them when they got a basket of of things that um, some of them were Christian uh, material that that really helped them in their battle. So it's a great way to honor anyone who has battled cancer. Yes, and wow, God, in opening mm-hmm. that door, and everyone needs hope, but 
especially if you're going through something like cancer and and to be able to read uh, those stories of hope. I mean, that's that's amazing. But you already know that. So uh, (laughs) what type of response are you getting from those who read your book? I mean, do you hear from people? I do. I do occasionally. Um, they they say that, um, you know, people with all kinds of health problems, whether they're acute or long term, they say it brings them hope uh, that God is is walking with them, uh, that he, you know, they may be healed or even if they're not, that God's going to walk with them along the way. And what's really been encouraging to me is when people go back and buy more copies to give to friends who are facing cancer or other illnesses. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of one of my friends, she took it up to the hospital and started giving it out to nurses. Oh, wow. (laughs) When her brother was in the hospital. Uh, And then one woman called me. um, uh, I guess it was shortly before Christmas. And she said, where can I find your book locally? She said, I've I've got two relatives who've been just diagnosed with cancer and they need your book. And she said, I've just waited too late to to, to order one online. I need to get it now. And so I told her where there was a gift shop that that was carrying it. So um, that was that was encouraging to me to know that people were um, not only finding it useful for them, but they thought it would be useful for someone they know. Oh, yeah, that is very encouraging. And we've only got like a minute to go. But do you have a short favorite story um, that you could share with us from the book? Well, yes. Probably the opening one is about a little uh, little 18 month old baby while I was working in ICU had been brought in. She'd been hit by a car and um, she was she was basically her pupils were blown. She looked like she was brain dead. And they uh, the doctors went in and did and did surgery, said half of her brain was just like oatmeal. And they said she'll never walk or talk again. But before she left the hospital, she was walking to her mom and talking she was saying mama and water oh wow that was you know i just think that was god's hand on her oh absolutely thank you so much for sharing that with us we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with more shape by faith everyone stay tuned welcome back to shape by faith tracy crump writer speaker editor known for contributing more than two dozen stories to Chicken Soup for the Soul and other anthologies. She's published more than 100 devotions and she dispenses hope in her book. And we're talking about her book today, Health, Healing and Wholeness, Devotions of Hope in the Midst of Illness. Um, Tracy, you were just sharing with us how God has opened so many doors in different cancer treatment centers and how people are wanting to find out how they can get a copy of your book. And we both know that that is God, you know, it is God. Um, So you're in the early stages of writing your next book. Is that correct? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. What is that about? It's a devotional book for caregivers. Okay. Uh, Caregiving has just skyrocketed, Teresa. The the latest statistics say that the 53 million Americans are providing unpaid care. And that was back in 2020. And it's only going to expand as the as the population ages. You know, we're living longer. And so Mm -hmm. we're we're needing more care. And so I just think this is an important area. And I cared for both of my parents and then my my mother-in-law, who who lived to be 100. Uh, lived with us for four years before she passed away. And so it was a total of 10 years that I did that and learned a lot. Uh, Of course, we mentioned earlier uh, my nursing experience in the past. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, this book will be a little different from the first one because I'm co-writing it with a lady in Kentucky. Oh, uh, her name is Diana Derringer. I don't. You may have may know of yes, her. Yes, yes. She's a really sweet lady. She, she's cared for her husband since his brain tumor diagnosis in 2004. Uh, and then after that, he had a major stroke and a fall and a heart attack all at the same time. And so she knows uh, caregiving. Um, so uh, we're, I'm really excited to be writing this with her. Uh, we're, our working title is Joy in the Caregiving Journey. I love Devot- that. Yeah. Devotional lifts and spiritual tips. And okay. so that's, of course, based on Nehemiah 810, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And we just mm-hmm. want people to know that they can, it's, and even though caregiving is exhausting, we understand that we have been there and done that. We understand, but we want this book to be both encouraging and practical. We're going to include some little practical tips at the end of things that we've learned along the way that might help them, you know, in, in this journey. That's because good. It is a, it's a hard journey. Well, could you share maybe just one practical tip with us for caregivers? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, actually, there um, are a lot of, uh, I call them um, caregiving equipment that I learned about that we, we used. And, um, oh, gosh, there, there were so many. Just one little uh, simple one is, is a, a tray for the, the walker, a walker tray. Uh, where they can kind of have a little bit of independence. They can put things on their walkers and carry them from room to room. And so it's just a lot of little things like that uh, that we've, we've learned about. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother-in-law, she is um, spry. She is 93 years old. She is she is still living on her own. She does have, she did, you know, get one of those uh, walkers or it's a little fancy thing, but she does not mm-hmm. have a tray. So can you purchase those anywhere? I think you can go online and get them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That, okay. You would have to use it with a simple kind that you can fit it over over the uh, handlebars. So mm-hmm. hers may not <laughs> work with it. Right. But okay. Okay. Now, last year you started a blog for caregivers. So how's it going? And what are some of the topics that you write about? It's, it's going well. Um, I started out just posting once a month, but I got people who uh, were interested in submitting posts for that. So now we're, we go twice a month and I've had some wonderful guest posts. Uh, I love that because um, they've had experiences beyond my experiences. I can talk about what I've been through, but people have been through a lot of different things and a lot of different types of caregiving. It's not just caring for an elderly parent. You know, some like Diana cares for her husband. A lot of people can care care for uh, special needs children. So I love that they are uh, are willing to share their experiences to help other people. And so I have an open invitation on my website that if anybody wants to submit something that I will be glad to consider it. And um, you asked about what topics we've had just a variety of things. We've um, talked about the value of humor in caregiving. Uh, I talked once about uh, a workshop that I attended called gray for a day, which opened my eyes to physical limitations they kind of made us be old. <laughs> I'm old enough. I don't need this, but it kind of opened my eyes to some things. And uh, uh, we posted about showing respect uh, to to our those who we care for. Uh, uh, we've had guest posts about unexpected sources of encouragement and uh, seeing what you do as an act of service, mm-hmm. when, even when it's not easy. 
um, the importance of affirmation, just a whole variety of things. Tracy, regarding caregiving uh, for someone, it, is that caregiving for someone that doesn't have a lot of ailments going on? Like, let's just say someone does not have a nursing background, can mm-hmm. and but they're healthy and and they're able. Can they care for someone in their home? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh huh. In fact, the majority of of caregivers are caring for someone in their home. Um. And yes, that they don't have to have any kind of nursing background. And there were ways that it helped me. But there were ways that um, there were things I was unprepared for. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you just learn as you go. Um, but that's the point of the of the book and the uh, and the, mm-hmm. the um, blog and all that is to kind of help them along that way. OK, when will your new book be out? Do you know? We don't we don't know yet. We're still searching for a publisher. So okay. it, it may and nothing happens fast in the publishing industry, as you know. Right. <laughs> so it may be a while. It may be a while. OK, so you're on social media and that's where most people are, it seems like. Um, tell us about the series of reels that you're doing on Instagram called Caregiving Tools. OK, well, that's just where um, sharing about things that that made my life easier as a caregiver or that helped me provide comfort or independence for the, the my parents or my mother-in-law. Um, and it's just kind of what I mentioned before, just like the um, uh, the, the tray for the walker. I, what I do is I show one thing with each reel and, and tell how it works. And it's nothing, most of these are low cost. Uh, I'm not affiliated with any, any of these products, but it's just something that will help them uh, to uh, improve their caregiving experience. And it's everything from the walker tray to uh, bathroom equipment. There's the removable shower bars. There are something called a handy bar that you can, can get to just put in temporarily in your car to help them get in and out. Um, just a, a variety of things that will help them uh, to make th- their life easier. Well, everyone needs to know about those tools. So that is mm-hmm. awesome. So you're on Instagram. What's your name on Instagram? What do you go by? It's Tracy Crump writes. Well, that's easy to remember. <laughs> Tracy Crump writes. Okay. Everyone check her out on Instagram. So when did you start writing for guidepost and is it easy or challenging for you coming up with new ideas for devotions? I mean, you've written a lot of devotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's well, I started writing for guideposts about four years ago, I think. Um, I first started writing for all God's creatures, which is all about animals and and um, you know how they're uh, just you know using those to relate to something in, in God's word. Um, and we we just com- they just completed the 2024 book. They work, work way ahead. and so I contribute usually seven to ten devotions to each of those books. Um, and then I've started uh, just recently submitting regularly to uh, Strength and Grace, which mm-hmm. is their, their magazine for caregivers. Okay. And so I, you know, I have lots of ideas, but I'm I'm writing for posts for my blog and writing posts, you know, uh, or chapters for the book, devotions for the book, and then devotions for this. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> you are a full time writer. I am, and 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 for caregiving, so it's all about caregiving. So uh, I have to get a little. <laughs> I have to kind of keep straight which <laughs> one I'm writing for. Um, but um, go ahead. Do you do you wake up and and do your morning routine and then just dive right into writing? Is that what you do or? Well, 
sometimes um, a lot of, you know, of course I'm on social media too. So I'm doing posting and things there and um, responding to emails. So it's a, it's a little of everything. It's Mm -hmm. a little of everything. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. Okay. We're going to come before we start another topic because you've got a lot more to say. So um, we'll be right back with Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Tracy Crump, writer, speaker, editor. Her book, Health, Healing, and Wholeness, Devotions of Hope in the Midst of Illness. You need to get a copy. And Tracy, where can we purchase a copy of your book? Oh, it's found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble or really any of the distributors. And some of the bookstores carry it. And the book that you are co-writing today, uh, this year with Diane Derringer, um, is called Joy in the Caregiving Journey. Is that correct? Yes. Uh huh. Based off of Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we are going to look forward to that. And when you're getting ready to launch it, I would love you to come back on and talk about it. Oh, that would be great. Well, you're also an editor besides writing full time. So what do you enjoy most about being an editor and helping other authors? Well, I I think I enjoy most uh, helping them clarify what they're saying. You know, you don't realize sometimes when you're doing the writing, what it looks to other, how it looks to other people. And so I like helping them clarify that and, and tighten the writing. So it's really sharp. And that way, I think it it will appeal to to the readers more, and and make sure you're getting across what you're you're trying to get across. Um, you know, I correct get grammar and punctuation to help polish it, but I think it's so important to clarify. And uh, and I also enjoy getting to know them along the way. That's that's always a joy too. Mm-hmm. Well, let's now talk about um, the importance for writers to attend workshops. How important is that? Oh, I think it's extremely important. I've I've always said I think the two most important things you can do to improve your writing and and propel your career is to attend a conference where you'll you'll find many workshops and join a critique group so you can get feedback on your writing. Uh, in fact, Teresa, I'm presenting two workshops this month. One's at the Mid South Christian Writers Conference, and that's March 17th through the 18th. And then also at the Blue Lake Christian Writers Conference in Andalusia, Alabama. It's March 29th through April the 1st. I've never been to that one before, though. So I was really um, tickled that she had contacted me. And the Mid-South Christian Writers Conference is, I think you know, but your your listeners may not, is is held near Memphis in Collierville, Tennessee. Okay. And that's the one that's March 17th and 18th? 18th. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the one March 29th is held where? Is Andalusia, Alabama. Andalusia, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So how can people find out about these? Do they go to your social media page or how do they find out? Yes. And I'll have it in my newsletter too. Uh, it's, they can go to Right Life Workshops and, and or TracyCrump.com and sign up for my newsletter called The Right Life. And I tell about uh, the workshops that I'll I'll be speaking at. And they'll also get story call outs for Chicken Soup for the Soul mm-hmm. books. Uh, that's a little perk. That's pretty neat. That I mean, that is that you actually give, you know, other people an opportunity um, to write for Chicken Soup for the Soul. I mean, everyone's heard of Chicken Soup for the Soul. So uh, very nice. It's a great market. 
Yes. How do you encourage writers? You say, especially in your bio, you say, write better right now. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's funny you should ask because one of the workshops I'll be presenting is on doubt busters. Mm. And I think I think one of the biggest hindrances to writing is doubt. I think mm-hmm. people get excited about it and then they think, oh, I really can't do this. Or they'll write something up and then they'll never submit it. So one tip I give is to let go of perfectionism. We, we think it has to be perfect before we can send it out. And we do need to get it as as nice and, and you know well written as we can. But I like what Cecil Murphy said. He's he's a New York Times bestselling author. He said he did he knows that when he does his best, that's the best he can do at that point in his career. And he's he's always going to improve, going to try to improve, but he has to let go of that. And I like one thing he said, I have to decide if I will release my imperfect manuscript or hold on to the perfect manuscript inside my head. Mm. So I think that's one thing that we have to get over is, is perfectionism. That is so good. You know, and, and fear of failure. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, mm-hmm. people also have that fear of failure or rejection or, you know, things like and, that going on. Right. And that's another one. You will get rejected. That's just part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you better have some thick skin going on. Yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. what is next for you? <laughs> I mean, you're doing so many things right now, but (laughs) has God given you, uh, you know, this vision, what you're going to be doing next after, after this book that you're working on is completed? Yeah. Well, right, right now it's hard to see past the caregiving book, but, and, and really it's wherever God leads. Uh, You know, I've had thoughts about doing a book, another devotional book for nurses, Mm-hmm. Um, based on on other nursing experiences, so that's that's a possibility. But um, oh, you know, always open to wh- wherever he leads. What about doing a cruise for caregivers? Oh, that sounds good. Cruising for <laughs> cruising with caregivers. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can you can be our our exercise. Yeah, I could do your fitness. Yes, yes. Uh, I've, I've actually never been on a cruise before. So if you have one of those, Tracy, you can sign me up. And I'll do the fitness for free. How about that? Oh, you'll be the first one I'll call. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy, you have a, a wealth of information. Um, you're on Instagram. You're on Facebook. You're on LinkedIn. Um, what about YouTube? Are you on YouTube? I have a channel on there. I have a few. I have a few recordings, uh, usually podcast uh, recordings that I've done in the past. So there are some things on there. Okay. And so some, that- And some teaching lessons oh, too okay. uh, from yeah from a from a, a podcast that i have done so okay and there's also i also have a a course on serious writer uh on writing for chicken soup with soul that's been very popular serious writer okay all right it's always always a pleasure always um speaking with you and and hearing what god is doing in your life and other people's lives so Thank you so much, Tracy, for being a guest again on Shape by Faith. Thank you for having me, Teresa. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.